Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they're able to tap into their sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. This is episode number six. I'm so excited to have with me today my friend Donna Denome that is joining us today. She spent her lifetime helping people claim their true voice. She is a conscious energy teacher, shamanic healer, ceremonial facilitator who uses storytelling, art, writing, and integrative activities to offer multidimensional empowerment programs. As a master success coach assisting clients since 1987, she was voted Colorado's spiritual health guru by the prestigious 5280 magazine for innovative healing practices. She's also an award-winning internationally published author of six books and meditations and all kinds of stuff. She's here in Colorado and we're so glad to have her um, in our community. So welcome Miss Donna to the show. So much Violet, it's wonderful to be here in your community. Well, I love when I can get you into our center and really be part of it. I've heard your journey before. I've had you on different shows with me before. But if you would, for those that don't know you that are just connecting with you today, share a little bit about your story and your journey of what got you to where you're at today uh, with us. And, you know, I never know where to jump in because there, there's always such a depth in each of our wisdom stories. I believe that each of us have a unique and blessed path and that everything that we do, including the kind of glitchy or even painful traumatic parts, are a, a really important piece of that journey. And so uh, for me... Uh, I think an important part of my story started in that I was born into a, a wonderfully nurturing and supportive, close-knit French Catholic family in Connecticut. And I uh, enjoyed being the first grandchild, the first child, the first um, niece or nephew, I was kind of the grand little grand poobah there that got all the attention the first few years of my life. And then um, as I grew and, and the family grew, you know, we have many kids in my family, I attended Catholic school. And so I went to the church and the school six days out of seven each week. And it was there that I encountered um, abuse, trauma, emotional, spiritual, ritual, sexual abuse. And out of that experience, 
grew certainly, uh, you know, wounding within me that I had to work out as I evolved and grew through my life. But what also happened is I solidified that often natural connection that we have with our spiritual guides early on in life. So I was six or seven when that experience began and and I said began because it it continued over a, a period of time and um when that happened my guides would take care of me and they would take me to places and teach me things that I wasn't being taught in school or in home you know really our our spiritual um education, my spiritual education. And because of that, I have an enduring and most essential relationship directly with my spiritual guides, my guardian council, and work with them not only for myself, but those that I work with and draw on that uh, connection, that guidance, that clarity, and always that support. Because no matter what happens at this point in my life, I know it's going to be okay because they brought me through that tumultuous and uncertain time at such a young age. And I actually be, had um, somewhat of a shamanic uh, education very early on as well. So those are some of the things I hold near and dear um, as far as my education, I have gone to school for traditional and also depth psychology, which is the unconscious, mysticism, shamanism, you know, a lot of Jungian background. And of course, have studied with my indigenous healers, which was in that way, I was able to deepen what had begun in my childhood with my guides. I love that. I love that. And you're such a beautiful healer. You know, I, I think we share community a little bit because our students go back and forth between us. So I hear some of that. Oh yeah, I took, I took this with Donna and I took this and I'm sure you hear some of that. Oh, I went over and hung out with Violet today. Right. So, um, it's wonderful to see that. And I, I get your newsletter and I love all your stories and your meditation garden where you get people outside to enjoy and do healing and all that stuff. So I love all those aspects that you do. Let's take a, a little bit of time and talk about all these beautiful books you've created along your journey, because I, I want people to understand those. The first time I ever met you, you were promoting Turtle Wisdom, and that became such a big book. You know, I, I met you at For Heaven's Sake with Turtle Wisdom. So share with me a little bit about your books and your journey, because I know you continue to create those. Yes, well, and, and that dates us, Violet, because <laughs> Turtle Wisdom came out actually almost 18 years ago. We are um, right now in the process, I am in the process of uh, re 
refining and expanding the original turtle wisdom for an 18 year anniversary edition. It continues, um, I always have a copy of that really handy. It continues to be our bestseller. People love this book. And I actually appreciate the story of how that came to be because even though as a child, I dreamt about being a writer, I didn't actually sit down and do it until I had a bit of a, a challenge of my own and I, I lost energy. I had a lack of energy. It was a thyroid challenge 18 years ago. And um, I found that I couldn't walk across the room or even meet with clients without having to fall asleep. And so I took to writing and gardening, believe it or not. You know, gardening is hard work, but for some reason, those things, my soul just really needed them at that time. So I wrote this book in a very short time, and I had the first printing done, and I, I got a thousand books. And I thought, okay, if I can just sell a few hundred, it'll pay for my cost. And I um, ended up selling the thousand copies in five months and 3000 copies in the next year, which was when I then took it to New York City to the big book expo there and released it internationally. And it's now in 10 countries, worldwide in Chinese and worldwide in Spanish. And so unexpected, and I would invite anyone who's listening who has a book inside them, I think many of us do, to recognize that when you let it go, it finds the people that need it and the people that need it find that book. And it has an energy all of its own. I would have never in a million years in my wildest dreams have thought that I would have a book in India or Russia, you know, or um, Japan, China. I, this just wasn't in my consciousness. So there is an energy about it and it finds its way. We have two offshoot kind of uh, products from that original turtle wisdom. And those are the inspirational illumination cards and also the motivational playbook, which is more than a coloring book. It has activities and pages to color, meditations, contemplative pieces. It's just delicious. And so that's kind of the turtle wisdom uh, family there. And then I have a confidence building book for young girls, Ophelia's Oracle. And that one did exceptionally well. It won 15 national and international awards for excellence. And it's been used in community groups, libraries, schools, church groups, and I even took it into the county jail um, to work with women there as confidence building and empowerment program. 
And so then the last two that have come out, the um, Eight Keys to Wholeness, I know you're familiar with. This, I believe, is the work that I was born to do. And again, you and I parallel each other on many of these things, I think, including this uh, focus, which is tools for hope-filled healing and expansive evolutionary growth. And this one I've created an eight-week online program from. It works with what energy of wounding we still hold in each of our energy centers within the body, how to identify that, how to root it out, to listen to it, to nurture it, to help it heal and release. And then in that space that's created, how to draw in what is next, what is unfulfilled, unrealized, that expansive evolutionary growth. And so, you know, this one is near and dear to my heart. What I know about it is it's not a book that's for everyone. You know, Turtle Wisdom, you can gift Turtle Wisdom to anyone from any walk of life, whether they're familiar with metaphysics, whether they're a deep th thinker, or just someone enjoying life. People love that book because it's so uplifting. Eight Keys to Wholeness is the deep work. And so some of us are, are doing that deep work and others, maybe it might be a little too much for right at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and the last book that I have, you've seen this one? Have you seen yep. this one? Yep. Okay. I have so that one in the store too. You do? Yes, of course. I have all your books. Yay. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for carrying this. Yeah. This was published by a mainstream publisher, and it's As You Feel, So You Heal, a rite, W-R-I-T-E, of passage. And what I love about this book, it was such a beautiful layout that they created with this um, full-color, hardcover keepsake book. And the illustrations are by our dear friend, Sue Lyon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Sue Lyon. I uh, tap in and get to see her every once in a while. I saw her not too long ago. I forget where I saw her. Uh, but I love, I love Sue Lyon. And I'm glad to see that she's getting her stuff back up and going. She was, for those listening, Sue Lyon is a true friend of both of ours who mm. lost her home during the Marshall fires and a lot of her artwork and all of her stuff, her original stuff that she had. So she's been rebuilding and putting stuff back together. So last time I heard she's got some stuff out there and brewing some new stuff. So I'm glad to hear that. And I can't wait to see what comes out of the healing process, right? Of, of our journeys and experiences that are, so profound for each of us. So I look forward to seeing what she um, brings forward. So I can't wait. So I know you've been doing some groups with your rite of passage books and getting and encouraging people to write. 
share with us a little bit about that and what you've been doing, because I've seen some of that come through. A true delight to work with people on their writing. And I, I come at this from a couple of different directions. So we have the people who do want to write a book. And certainly there is a mentoring or nurturing that can occur there, both with the writing process to help stimulate the writing process and also um, the how-to, you know, which direction do I go? Do I self-publish? Do I go to a vanity press? Do I um, go to a traditional publisher? Do I need an agent? All of those questions. In particular, this rite of passage book and the program that focuses on that is about writing for ourselves. And certainly our writing is always for ourselves, firstly. This writing is quite therapeutic, quite uh, a, a process of discovery sometimes of parts of ourselves that we are not even aware exist or a deepening into an area that we really want to explore. And I call it rite of passage because to me, it's like a traditional rite of passage, R-I-T-E of passage, where we can be nurtured by and mentored by both people in the physical realm and also those helpers in the spiritual realm. And like a rite of passage, there are portals that of discovery and transformation and growth that we pass through in the process. So it's, it's a, a deepening of our development. It's a, a deepening of our insight and our wisdom and really a drawing forth of all that material and anchoring it in this plane. You know, I love we, that. Have, I we have so much going on in there, but if we don't bring <laughs> it here and anchor it, you know, I love that. It's almost, it's like the next level up of journaling, of having a journal and writing your thoughts down. It also has a little bit, I bet, of automatic writing where you discover yeah. as you're writing, right? Stuff that you haven't thought about or you weren't really aware of. And now it's kind of coming up and teaching and guiding and healing and all that. So it feels like a combination of lots of things. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. And I, um, I, I think there are a lot of ways to get past our uh, walls or our resistance to writing. And so those are the tools and the tricks that I share. I love that. I love that. You know, really, the eight the eight keys to wholeness book came about when that happened to me naturally. 
I went back to school for another master's degree. And while I was there, I did research for two years into trauma and abuse because that's a big part of the work that I do. And while I was doing that research, I started writing about my experience, which even though I was a writer, I had not really written it down, the things that had happened to me. And what's interesting to me about when we write them down, certainly it's a catalyst for our healing and for change to come about. But also once we write them down, once we get them out, those memories fade even more than they ever have. And so the haunting memories of things that you wish you could forget, but you can't, those are the very things that it would be helpful to write about. Certainly in my rite of passage, people write about all kinds of things. The, the way peas tasted the first time they ate them or mango, how they like the sweetness of mango. So I don't wanna give the impression that it's all this heavy writing. But for those of you who maybe are struggling with a piece, it has been scientifically proven that when you write it down, it helps you process it and heal from it. But it also helps you to let go of it and not have that running your life. So do you feel like with trauma, Donna, and we write it down, do we keep it or do we... Do we do a ceremony and release it, burn it? What What have you found in your processes? Is it different for different people? Um, share a little bit of your wisdom of that. And you're right on, Violet. You know, it is different for different people. And, and what you mentioned, some people release is very important. And other people need to sit with it for a while to be present to it. And, you know, that's really a big part of the work is recognizing that the faster we try to run from it, the stronger and the more prevalent it often becomes. And if we can just sit with it, I, I talk about let's sit down and have tea. You know, one of the great prophets said, um, you don't have to invite it to stay for uh, an overnight to spend the night, but at least be present to it, you know? Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the meditations that I've developed is around that. And um, for some people, ceremony, uh, certainly for me, I love ceremony and it can create a dramatic shift when we bring the sacred to that, you know, but again, my wounding was within a religious setting and it's been very important to me to put the sacred back in that and let it go in a way that serves my life and integrates it. And, and also my eighth key in the eight keys to wholeness is what I feel I've experienced and many of us have, you know, the, the wounded healers take the wound and learn from it and then apply that in a way that not only helps themselves, but helps others. 
to me, that's a very high level of healing where the wound no longer is a wound, but it's a gift. And I, I do that. feel that it's part of our credentials, right? Everything that we've gone through. I mean, your center, your beautiful center, um, I, I just can't even imagine on some level, you know, all these little nooks and crannies and little fairies and, and angels and everything and beautifully designed walls, walls and room spaces. And then you had that flood. Right? So mm -hmm. this is a wound, but it's also a gift because now I saw you recreate your center in an even bigger and better way with more space. You know, you're right. You know, all the, all the, when we think about it, right, all of us asked or contracted for a different experience, which helped us be who we are today. But in each one of those wounds, those pains, there's a negative and there's always a gift, a positive side, because then that means that we can help others with that, that we have a little bit of an understanding of what that was like. And we can share how we healed through that and what we did to get through that, which helps somebody else get through that, right? Um, and honestly, I think everybody has their own wounds and their own pain and their own disappointment somewhere down in their life, right? I, I, I don't think that uh, we lost at the lotto. I think everybody has their own lotto, right? We pulled the straw and each of us has their own straw that we have to deal with and work through. And it's just part of this experience. Um, I think what makes it different is some of us fight our way, work our way through it, come out the other side better than we were before. And some people don't go through it. They kind of shut down, close off, and they're really not living. And I think it's a choice and everybody gets to choose how they want to do that. What is their choice to move through that? Um, and I think some of us have been called to be guides, guardians, coaches, leaders, whatever you want to label us to help others get through it that want to do the work, that want to heal, that want to let it go, that want to live. And I think it's all about wanting to live the best life that you can. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I honor those of those of us that are doing that, including yourself, that are doing that work and helping people every day. Because I'm sure there are days just like I have that I come home and go, today was worth it. Today was worth it because I got to help somebody and I got to see what that result was. We don't get those every day, but every once in a while, I'm sure you come home and do the same thing. Today was a good day. I see the results of my work today. We don't get it every day, but we do celebrate those days. And I'm sure you have those as well. Yes. And enjoying it at, in the process too, like even being present to the process as it occurs, um, realizing in the midst of a class or a session that this is just divinely guided work and it's wonderful. Right. Yeah. I think we're just vessels. At least that's how I see myself. I'm, I'm just here to go where they tell me to do what they tell me to do. 
to be guided along that path. Well, Miss Donna, share with us for people listening some of the things that you offer, the classes, the sessions, the in-person stuff. So if people wanted to connect with you, talk to us a little bit about where you're located, what all the cool things that you do and how we can connect with you. Thank you. Yes. You know, uh, one of the, one of the gifts certainly of the time that we've recently gone through where people stayed at home more is I think more and more people are realizing the value of doing things online. And I offer so many things online. Uh, there's the newsletter that you mentioned goes out weekly, and there's always a bit of inspiration in there. For people who have done Reiki classes, I have a new part of that newsletter, which is an ongoing column of Reiki tips and, and tidbits. And to continue and deepen in that Reiki practice, I'm I know that's another thing we share, Violet, is the love and and uh, teaching of Reiki, the continuing of that ancient healing practice. And so I offer everything from beginning type or introductory type programs, which in many cases are the feel-good work, like rite of passage, um, or coming home to myself is another one, um, heart and soul uh, sharing circles is another one that we do. We have a Reiki recharge that circles around and again and again and in different forms. And then there is the deeper work, like the eight keys to wholeness, and that comes around once a year in the spring. I've tried to offer it different times of the year. When I did it in person, I taught it different times of the year or facilitated it different times of the year. But I find that online, the only time that it really gathers is in the spring. And I think it's because the natural world is working with us with the clearing of the old from winter to get ready for the planting of the spring and the summer. And so it's an optimum time to do it then. All through the year, I connect with people and talk to them about that program so that when it's ready to launch, they have that, that preview of it and know what is coming and can jump in if they would like to. And there are early discounts if people sign up ahead of time. So it's always good to reach out to me if that's one that speaks to you. And then of course I do still work with clients, mostly in a coaching or a distance energy situation. I um, see a very limited amount of in-person people for sessions, uh, body work sessions. And that's because I've trained such wonderful teachers that I refer to them because I have great confidence in the work that they're doing and they're building their practices. 
I love yeah. that. I love that. And we'll have information in Donna's bio on the platform, her website, how to contact her, all that stuff will be located in there. You'll also get more information about Donna. So please check that out. And it sounds like we'll have Miss Donna next year in June in person at the fair that we have at our center. So that will be awesome too for those that want to do in-person session. That'll be a great opportunity to get to come and meet her and get to work with her a little bit. Donna, thank you so much for coming today and talking with me. I always love catching up with you. And as you relaunch Turtle Wisdom and a new edition, we need to chat so we can get yes. that one out there as well. Um, I love your work, so I'm always happy to support. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Well, and thank you so much. And definitely when the new Turtle Wisdom comes out, I'd love to bring a box by and do a book signing. With I would your- love that. I would love that. Miss Nikki can handle that. You got her number. You just reach out and say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do some stuff. So we'd love to have you. Thank you everyone for watching today, Sacred Magic. We look forward to seeing you soon. And I hope you, uh, I get to see you in person at the center or online or somewhere in our journeys along the way. Have an amazing day. Are you looking for an opportunity to fill your energy tank? When was the last time you invested in self-care? Violet leads a weekend retreat every year in Woodland Park, Colorado. The purpose of the retreat is to reflect, restore, re-energize, and restore one's energy, focus, and direction. Violet's retreats provide the opportunities to connect, learn, and explore your healing and spirituality. What are you waiting for? You can find out more about this annual retreat at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love the show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.